0: welcome to a photographic life it's pretty wild and windy outside the shed as i'm recording this week's podcast um and perhaps that's a, an accurate metaphor for um the discussion um that i want to have this morning um over the last uh, couple of weeks i've uh, noticed something kind of occurring and maybe i've just been more sensitive to it over the last couple of weeks i don't know but certainly over the last week um what I'm going to talk about kind of came to some kind of clarity in my mind. Um, Some of you listening may be aware of um, the in-public website and kind of community, really, of street photographers. Um, There's been quite a lot of uh, discussion, debate, um, argument about um, a certain image and approaches to photography which have been posted on that site, and I don't want to go into that in any great detail because I don't feel that I'm qualified to do so. Um, I don't know enough about the ins and the outs of, of the thing. Um, so I'll, I'm just gonna put that to one side. But what really did, um, I suppose, the, provide this clarity that I'm talking about was that everybody just seems so angry. There seems to be this um, uh, state of mind, I suppose, amongst photographers at the moment which is very much based upon this kind of dogmatic um attitude as concerning opinions on things um it's it's my belief it's my understanding that photography and photographers as as a as a creative form one of the key elements of what we do is question we question how things look We may question situations. We may question um, stories, projects, narratives. Questioning, to me, is key, is an essential into what we do to understand what we are doing and therefore um, create work which has some resonance and some depth based upon our questioning of whatever situation it should be. And yet, questioning seems to be coming uh, increasingly um, divisive. Um, I myself put out regularly put out um, questions uh, to encourage debate and to dis- um, discussion. Sometimes uh, I may really hold what I say um, to be true and firm, and other times I'm just kind of trying stuff out. Why not? Let's have a discussion about this. Why not hear what other people say? My opinions may change; they may be informed, and we'll move on. It just seems to me at the moment that there is a huge anger that um, I'm seeing when uh, statements are being made by people or opinions are being given and they're being met with very, excuse the the phrase, but black and white um, stances. There seems to be very little mid-tone. There seems to be very little um, willingness to come together and to discuss these amongst some people Um, And I think that's a real shame. And it's certainly not something that I see particularly amongst uh, the music industry or the film industry or what have you, or other creative areas. Sure, people disagree with each other and people fall out. But isn't it a, a mark of emotional intelligence that you should be able to hear somebody else's opinion, disagree with that opinion, but still like them as a person? Surely it shouldn't be taken so personal or personally it's something that i'm i'm noticing more and more and i think it's a real shame and i as always in a photographic life um i'm chucking it out there i'm just saying look this is this is what i'm seeing this is what i'm feeling maybe i'm right maybe i'm wrong i'm open to discussion always in all of these situations but these very dogmatic views of what is right and what is wrong and by questioning what somebody's belief uh Instantly means that the person who questioned that belief or expressed an opinion deserves to be attacked cannot be appropriate um, to a creative industry. I'm sure that many of you will be thinking about this and kind of referring it to political situations that are currently going on on in the world. Perhaps it's the fault of the online because invariably um, I find these things are occurring online where it's so much easier to be aggressive and attacking uh, in a certain way. It's funny, um, some people, uh, I've I've blocked a a few people on on Twitter for this reason actually, that I just kind of get bored with constantly um, being attacked uh, for putting uh, an opinion forward. And even when these people have been blocked, they've continued attacking. It's kind of strange. I just think it would be great if we could have a far more questioning environment more people were questioning what was going on and being able to meet discuss and dialogue as always what i'm saying is a, is a little bit of a, a broad brushstroke a, a broad statement and with all broad brushstrokes there's many holes um, but it, i'm reflecting on what i see maybe you see this too maybe you agree with this uh if you do as always please kind of get in touch give feedback and um let's have a discussion uh, a few podcasts ago, I mentioned that I made the mistake of once again being lured into joining in a debate, a, a Facebook debate um, about a discussion concerning photography. And it was a mistake because I tried to express an opinion and unfortunately it wasn't an opinion that the um, person who asked a question wanted. They wanted validation they didn't want, uh, I suppose, a suggestion of a new way of seeing things, which may help them. I don't know. Anyway, um, I said it was a mistake because, again, that person turned incredibly nasty. And exactly as I was just talking about, suddenly my expression of an opinion uh, made me a terrible person. So that was a mistake. Anyway, um, made the same mistake again at the weekend. Um, got called into a, a Facebook discussion about something about by somebody who I hugely respect, um, and I put forward my opinion, but what it was really about was um, somebody employed on a photographic magazine within the UK, uh, defending that that particular magazine was asking its readers its um, to, con- to make a payment to enter a photographic competition. And this particular person seemed to feel that this was acceptable because um, some of that money was used to fund the magazine, whether that be uh, salaries or what have you. I questioned this and, and I kind of felt I had a, a, a little, enough experience on in this case, rather than on the in-public situation, um, to actually comment having edited a number of uh, magazines, photographic magazines, and, and been involved with publishing and for a very, very long time, and also um, having launched my own magazine. Uh, I understand how magazines work, I understand how ad revenue works, I understand how uh, budgets work, editorial budgets work, and how the funding of magazines works or does not work, and therefore what the basis of a successful and an appropriate business model should be. Um, I put forward the case that I, when editing photographic magazines, had never charged any of my readers uh, to enter the competition the magazines were running, because the idea of the competitions was... To make the readers feel good about the magazine, to get the engagement with the reader, and also to kind of give them an an incentive to buy. So it would be a cover line on the front of the magazine. It was never uh, a revenue raising option or consideration. Uh, The conversation went on and and on and so forth and pretty much ended up in the situation whereby I was trying to explain to this person that... um, A magazine publishing model that is making a requirement on its readers to pay for competitions to help fund the magazine is a broken model. And I think this is an issue that a lot of photographic magazines have now, that they have for too long placed all of their, um, uh, I suppose, expectations, their financial expectations, on the photographic industry. And as we all know, the photographic industry is in massive decline and therefore the ad revenue on magazines is in decline alongside that the readership is in decline what's called the circulation and every year um, magazines um, should uh, certainly in the UK record what are called their ABC circulation figures it's very easy if you ever want to know how much, how many copies of a magazine are sold, just go to their ABCs online and you'll be able to see their newsstand and their, also their um, subscription numbers. These numbers are not always completely truthful. Um, sometimes they are slightly massaged, but they give you a very good idea as to where things are. Um, and it's very much a, an accepted way of understanding where a magazine goes. Anyway, um, so, that model, th- those declining uh, sales, the additional problems, certainly in the UK, with distribution, and the um, situation with ad revenue declining, has seen the magazines turn to the existing readers um, for further funding to keep it going. The end of this particular conversation, I really do promise to myself, I've made a promise to myself I really will not get involved in any of these kind of discussions again, is that the particular person said, well, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to give up my job? Do you want me to do that? And of course I don't. And and nothing personal was meant. However, what is important is that we look at the facts. And that we have these discussions and we have these debates in an objective manner rather than in a a personalised subjective manner. So I I mean no harm on that particular person and I I, I didn't intend to. However, it is important that we question these practices, I believe. I believe it's also very important that we question uh, the responses we receive to our questions. In previous weeks, um, I've been delving into my archive of audio recordings with photographers from over the years. And um, this week, um, I'm really uh, excited to bring you, I suppose, I hope you enjoy listening to this as much as I did and re-listening to it, um, a conversation I had um, with the photographer Susan Mysalis. Um, I apologize at the beginning, you'll hear a lot of click clacking. That was me typing. Um, as she was speaking, and then you may hear some uh, quiet voices uh, in the background. The telephone conversation was held in an office, um, which was quite busy. As I say every week with these photo stories, these little snippets, these weren't recorded to be broadcast in a sense. They were recorded uh, as records of the uh, conversation. But anyway, I hope you enjoy it, and um, this week and just welcome Susan Masalis.
1: I've been working cross-platform for a long time. So my even though my work begins with photography, it's always tried to find different kinds of forms to express narrative. So I think you know the logical place that most photographers begin is is being inside certain kinds of publications that were very available that are much less present for us and you can contrast that to the online environment totally open now but that doesn't necessarily create form it just creates a means of let's say breadth of distribution i think the challenge for photographers is always to bring some understanding to their work and create a form for it and you know traditionally in many ways the book was the most satisfying form um personally exploring film And integrating photography in some way into film now more easily with digital, let's say, multimedia, small stories. Um, I think there's, you know, huge opportunity to, to experiment. Um, and it's, uh, you know, just about a matter of time and finding the right material to work through, um, kind of find something that's expressive and particular to this new medium. You know, what does one professional, experienced or emerging or amateur or incidental observer um, have to say? What do they contribute, I think, to the larger, let's say, conversation, cultural conversation that a public can have, you know. um, I think those, those are that's where it begins. And then it's, so it's not, you know, the, the story is one, is a, is a single frame a story, you know, it's always interesting to consider a sequence, what, what more, what other elements add to what it is you want to say, whether it's a, a, an extended caption, whether it's a sound bite, whether it's a set of images that contextualize a single one. You know, there's so many aspects to the, the telling of the... the creating of a narrative, let's say. Never felt like I was doing what I've done because somebody paid me to do it, essentially, even though I need funds to do what I do. So that's a different issue. What's the motivation? Is it a career and a profession, or is it, you know, a kind of... You know, a, 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 it comes from a, a place of, of necessity. It's just how you see the world, what you want to, what you, your means of, of expression is, right? So whether or not I'm called an amateur, a pro, an artist, a, a documentary photographer, an ethnographer, all these definitions. I mean, the question is, what is your, at, at the essence, what is it that you... Um, you know where, where does the inspiration come from? Mm. And it's not really from the acknowledgement as much as it is of sort of seeing a path of, of um, I don't know, a, a way that you can contribute that, that's coherent. Of course, I'm very concerned about the, the these economic issues, less for myself right now where I am in time, but more... You know, thinking of generations that have been inspired, but and 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 need to come up with new models. Mm. I didn't. I didn't really need to come up with a new model essentially when I was in my twenties. Mm. I mean, I came up with a, a way that worked for me. Um, and and yet there were there were opportunities that unfolded, and I think be similarly for the next generation and they'll, they'll, they're going to have to be both entrepreneurial and, and creative and, um, and you know innovative in the ways that they they carve out the communities that will care about the work they do mm-hmm. and um, you know have enough conviction that they have something to say
0: I never tire of hearing photographers um, expressing their opinions and bringing insight into how they work. And uh, I hope that um, you gained as much from that as I did, despite the kind of various noises, blips and crashes and whatever around that recording. Um, Next week, we'll be returning to the format of uh, What Does uh, Photography Mean to Me? So uh, look out for that one. Uh, As always, I hope you've enjoyed uh, this week's podcast. I hope that you've... um, it's uh you've taken something from it i hope it it in it sparks discussion and i hope that that discussion can be informed open considerate and empathetic to other people's opinions uh if you have enjoyed the podcast do please try and spread the word that would be really kind if you're listening to this on itunes uh it really helps us if you just kind of give us a star rating or perhaps even just write a little review if you have enjoyed it if you're listening on uh, any other platform uh, you can always get a hold of us via uh, twitter at un of photo and of course through the website um, www.unitednationsofphotography.com just leaves me to say for this week uh, have a great week have great conversations and take care